which I want us to do so that you can have your open heaven. Some people will call it keys. Because keys open. And whenever you have the key or have the technology of opening a key, uh, you are able to enter the place. No matter how strong you are, no matter how you desire to be in a room, if you don't have the key, it is very difficult uh, to enter into that place. So I pray that God will help us so that we will know what to do so that the heavens will be open unto us. Say amen. amen. We will go back to our first the scripture we read the other time which God said that is if God's people who are called by his name, so the first thing is you need to be called by God's name. You need to belong to God. Because those who belong to God, the Bible says that when you are born again, you become, you have two citizens. You know, some people have got dual citizens. You know that. Some of you sitting here, you are Americans at the same time, Ghanaians. Some are, <laughs> some are British at the same time, Ghanaians. Those who might be walking along uh, with us, if something happened right now, and Ghana is in trouble, we may look the same. Eh? But American will come and pick its citizen, including those who are citizens who are here. It doesn't matter whether the person is speaking better American language or not. They will pick them and leave you who is not a citizen. Oh? So you also have dual citizenship. We have dual citizenship. One, the, our first origin is we are heavenly citizens. We belong to God, and our citizenship is not on earth here. That is why when we are in trouble, Satan is attacking you here. Heaven responds. Once you have this you will not then walk like an ordinary man on earth here. 
you know your source, your citizenship is not on earth here, but it's in heaven. It is only this body that belongs to this earth. But the real you, your spirit, it comes from heaven. And it have the heaven, what do you call it, the ID card? Uh, the one you did very, uh, national Ghana card. You also have heaven card. And heaven card, it gives you chance to vote, to tell what shall happen, to make heaven work on earth here. So whatsoever is done in heaven, it should be done on earth here. The reason why it said is that that will be done on earth here as it is where, as it is in heaven, is because there are citizens of heaven on earth here. So when they're eating rice and beans, watch it. Is it watch it? No. Watch it in And what? How do you call beans? How's that? Watch it. What about rice? Sinkafa de Wache. Beans is Wache, isn't it? Sinkafa is rice. So the two is Sinkafa de Wache. So if they cook them up there, you are down here and you have the right to eat the heavenly food. That was why Israel ate the food of angels. Because they belong to God. So God himself will bake the bread. God will do the heavenly bread, bake it nicely, and rain it every day. What is cooked in heaven, they turn it on earth here, and the children of Israel will eat. In that food, because there's no sickness in heaven, it doesn't create stomach acid. It doesn't create, make your cells misbehave and give you cancer. It doesn't give diseases and sickness. It supplies all that you need, they need in their body. Because the heavenly bread is complete in itself. So, once you are in heaven here, for you to be able to qualify to open the heavenly gate or the heavenly windows, you first have to be a citizen of heaven. If you are not a citizen of heaven, you can always, that is where you have to pass it through another person who is a citizen of heaven. Then he'll get it and give you some. It's called crumbs. When they fall, you eat them. But 
Once you become a citizen of heaven, you can directly access the heavens and take whatsoever is there. So how do we then access the heaven? I said, one, you should be what? A citizen. How do you become a citizen? You become a citizen through Christ. You became a citizen of this earth through Adam. Or Adam gave birth, and they gave birth, they gave birth, they gave birth, and we multiply, and some of them travel here, and this, and, and your fathers came to stay here. And when they stayed here and they gave birth to you, you call yourself a Ghanaian. Or, so you became a Ghanaian, most of us became Ghanaians because we didn't choose to become Ghanaians. We were born by Ghanaian parents. If everybody have to choose which country she should come from, the population of Africa, <laughs> will maybe myself and who? I can be sure of myself. How many of you would like to be Africans? To be honest, don't lie in your church. Let me see the hands. How many of you would have changed your citizenship? Let me see your hands. Oh, don't be bold. Great. Almost 80%. It means that what's the population of Ghana? Huh? Okay, we are, we are not going to do the other one. Eh? So we take it about 30. So 20% of 30 is what? Huh? Oh, you see, those who were running away from uh, mass, so you are caught with it at church. You run away from it in school, you came to church, and <laughs> it's meeting you again. Anyway, it's about how? I, huh? Six million. Isn't it? So, President Akufado would only get six million to rule. <laughs> so, nobody wants to belong to a nation that is not strong, that don't have enough resources. But heaven has the greatest resources and is the mightiest and the greatest. And our king is very powerful. He doesn't need IMF to give him loan to operate the heavenly budget. There's nothing called deficit or whatever uh, in, in heaven. Heaven has always surplus. More than enough. But that is God's name. He is more than enough. In heaven, the only place the economy is more than enough is heaven. In every nation, they lack something. But in the heavenly nation where you belong to, we lack nothing. That is why 
we need to be able to open the heavens and operate and live like the citizen in which we belong to. Say amen. Say amen. The first key, I think I read the scripture. To become a citizen, you need to be born again. So the new birth in the spiritual realm makes you a heavenly citizen. In the physical realm, the new birth in the physical in the spiritual realm, the new birth comes by faith. In the physical realm, God chose his people, and he also chose them by faith through Abraham. So Abraham gave birth, and when he gave birth, whether they like it or not, they call themselves we are people of God. They became people of God not because of their color, not because of their height, not because of what they are, but because they can trace themselves to Abraham. You can also call yourself a child of God because you can trace yourself through Christ. Once you understand this, you stand before God, you then count with boldness. That's what the Bible says. We should then approach that throne with boldness. Knowing that we are sons, knowing that we are citizens, knowing that we have right. We are not according to the flesh or as you look at your limitation and not say, look, if all of us have to count our sins, we will never ask anything from God. Huh? Or, ah, you confess by the time you get home. You've done many. <laughs> yes, some sins are grievous. Some are small. Some are whatever it is, but they are still or what? If you kill a hundred-year-old man or 50-year-old man or 20-year-old man or six-month-old man or one-day-old boy. Have you killed a human being? So the same. So that is why we need grace. So when we get there, we find grace. And when you find grace, then you can access everything. So, it is not only attending church that gives you access to heaven. You can attend church and heaven will become like brass and rock on top of your head. And you keep on going around, going around, going around to profit. Prophets don't open heaven for other people. If on top of you your heavens are closed, Every prophet you go, that place you to be close. Huh? So when you open your, your heavens, wherever you go, it opens. So we access it by being born again. And then my thing, one thing I want to tell you is that faith, say faith. 
Faith is a key. It is impossible to please God, to access heaven without faith. Faith will run through most of the things I am going to talk about. When it comes to prayer, it takes faith. Prayer, when it comes to offering and tithe, it takes faith. When it comes to, tell me, when it comes to all the other keys, even waiting upon the Lord, repentance from dead work, it takes faith. Everything that I am going to talk about, you need faith because heaven cannot be seen. God cannot be seen with your natural eyes. How many of you know that? The Holy Spirit cannot be seen by your natural eye or you can catch the Holy Spirit, put him into a bottle and lock it. Anytime you need, you open the Holy Spirit, come and help me. Some people, God, can be put into containers. But this God who reigns and rules and sits in heaven and reigns in the affairs of men and is more powerful and can see everything, this God cannot be put into a container. The only container God would like to stay in now is your heart. You don't like it. This is not good teaching. When God lives in your heart, then he said, greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world. Heaven moves into your heart, your head, your, your heart. Anyone who has heaven in him, when he moves, the earth gives way. The earth cannot withstand anyone whose heaven is open. You can look at the Bible from Abraham. Heaven got open. Even from the beginning, Methuselah and the rest. And they said, who is the oldest man? Huh? Who? Great. But I also say, who is Methuselah's uh, 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 father? Hey. Enoch. How old is Enoch? Oh, you're all quiet. He has the date of birth, but has no date of death. Oh, so <laughs> how old is Elijah? Huh? You can only take tell the time he traveled. <laughs> you can tell the time he was born. 
but cannot tell the time he died. Or, so he, he also have what? Date of birth, and yet you are waiting for his date of. <laughs> when heavens open to you, we are not even waiting for Methuselah's age. We are waiting for the heavenly age. When you have date of birth, but don't have date of death. Jesus said, even though if you are dead, yet shall you live. This natural death do not limit you. It is only a transition. When heaven gets open to you, that is how it becomes. So faith is very vital. Then, when you have faith, you must hunger after God. If you want heavens to open, there should be holy hunger. Say holy hunger. Have a desire. Anything of God that you are seeking for, there should be a strong desire. When you have a strong desire for God, not because you want a husband, not because you want money, not because you want a strong desire to please God, to walk with God, to see God at work, help people, heavens automatically open to you. What is your desire? What is your desire? What is the thing that overrides your life? Is it a small situation in your life? Our first desire is the desire to please God. Say amen. amen. Say this is not powerful preaching. Once we desire to please Jehovah God, this is troubling me. Then our prayers can be aligned to heavenly word. The next thing is when you desire to please God, that is why you then give your life, present your body as a living sacrifice. Whatever you do, that is where sometimes when people want to start ministry, they will pray, they will fast, they will do everything. Not because of anything, but because they desire to know God. They desire to get close to God. When God leaves them small, that desire dies off and changes. It changes now to be looking for big churches. To be looking for glory for themselves. And they then abandon the desire for God, for desire for men, and desire for position. But as you hold on for the desire of God, God will lift you. You don't need to campaign for men to lift you. God himself will lift you. That is when, when men want to bring you down, 
what they are doing is that they will fight against God, your, your God. You will be sleeping while God is doing your battle for you. So, as we have faith, we pray a prayer that is coupled with faith. When you are praying, it must be mixed with faith. We'll go back to our scripture. That if my people who are called by my name, in praying, the first thing said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Say humble themselves. Say hum- humility. Say humility. The God kind of humility is not for people to be pushing you around and you don't say anything. When they come to take your something, you say, that, oh, oh, I'm humble. That is not what it means. The humility is bringing yourself under God's word. What God says is what I want to do. That is what I call true humility. The other kind of humility is called kramai ahobrasia. May God, may his soul rest in peace. Our late president, President Rollins, will call it fanful respect. And especially when you are in politics. Everybody, hey, when you win, the day you lose, the shouting will reduce. That is what we call from full respect. But I'm talking about if God says this is this, no matter what it is, that is what I hold on to. That's why I call you humble. If my people will humble themselves, will not be proud and be not be of themselves, thinking that they are better than everybody, but knowing that the position or wherever you are, it is God who made you. Sometimes you have to think, look at yourself. I don't see why people should think they are better than some people. Any one of us could be anybody. Hey, if you are a doctor here, you could have been a truck pusher. It is his grace. That took you through. Gave you the education. So the one pushing the truck or the kayaye, you are not higher and bigger than that person. It is your position because we are born by some parent, because some, some divine, some divine orchestration that made you and push you, you met friends, somebody put them and you wanted to be something, then you did and you became what you are. You could have been the same. 
So when you look at yourself like that, you humble yourself. You look at yourself and know that big men can die. Small men can die. Old men can die. Young men can die. Rich people can die. Poor people can die. It makes you humble yourself. That death don't have a friend. And when you die, all of you, all of us, we leave whatever we have. Your house, you leave it. Your car, you leave it. And a mature man takes you and push you there. Wow. So who is man? It's good to have those things, but don't let those things control your life. Are you getting me? I don't say it's bad. It is good. Eh? Sometimes poverty can make you lie. Some of you, haven't you lied before? When we're going for a visa, Because at that time, those who want you, if you tell them the truth, they won't give you. So you have to concoct nice story. It is very important for us to pray. If they pray, give me the scripture again. So, humility, say humility. Not only humble themselves, they should pray and seek the face of God. If we want heaven to open, we humble ourselves, we pray, and we do what? Seek God's face. You cannot leave one and put your attention on one. You need both. You humble yourself and you do what? You pray. So prayer must go with humility. That is why sometimes our fathers, sometimes they, 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 they advise us sometimes, they, they, they taught us that when we are praying we should kneel down. Isn't it? The kneeling down is the position which your parents when you are nailed down, I mean that you what brown was it? But people can kneel down, they can sit down, they can lie down, but in their heart, they are very proud, they are standing. So it must begin from your spirit, an attitude of humility. Then your kneeling can mean something, your lying down can mean something. Your, 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 your lifting up of hands can mean something. Without it, you're wasting your time. Prayer, the, third, the, 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 the other one is what? Seeking God's face. Why do we seek his face? You seek his face to know his mind. 
to know what he wants you to do, to know what he wants to do, that's the main reason why we see God's face. We don't understand this. Oh God, we are seeking your face to give us understanding. It takes a humble person to ask God and to go to him and ask him. Not only that, to do what? And turn from where? From where? What ways? What ways? Do you have some wicked ways? Then turn away from them. He didn't say turn away from them. Some people, they think they can, the God is like a small boy. When they want something, they, will, they say, God, now I've repented. So give it to me. Knowing that after you finish, you go back. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Perpetually turning away from those wicked ways and move towards God. This is not a good, a good preaching. Then heavens will open and God will do what? Will hear. When the heavens gets open, your prayer gets direct to God. Then I will hear from where? You mean that heaven now is open. The attention of heaven is now on you. Uh-huh. And do what? You hear from heaven. Then I will hear from where? Heaven. And will forgive what? So what he does first is to do what? Forgive our sins. But God can never bless on sin. That is why even before Jesus died, they had to slaughter animal to cover the sins of the people so that God can deal with them. That is why Jesus came to die so that God can bless you. He said, then I will forgive their sin. After forgiving your sin, what will happen? Look at what will happen. I will then heal their what? There is a healing of land today. No matter, it doesn't matter what fault, what sins you've ever committed. If you repent today, God is bringing healing. He's going to heal your land, the land of finance, the land of health, the land of marriage, the land of your children, the land, tell me whatever it is, the land of your job and your work, the land, everything that you're doing, there will be healing. When there is a disease in something, no matter how hard you try, it doesn't work. Disease things are not strong. Disease businesses will die. Diseases, marriages will die. Diseases children may die. It is a healthy body that is able to do and achieve what God wants them to achieve. So God wants you to become great. It doesn't matter what is troubling your mind, what is troubling your health, what is troubling your soul, what is troubling your body, what you've carried here. Even if you're seeking for direction, a diseased vision you don't see well, 
God is going to heal you today. Heal you from your fear. Heal you from whatever you are afraid of. God will heal our land. I am not only talking about Ghana, I am talking about you. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. So we will pray for healing on our land. Your land and my land. We're going to pray for healing. How many of you want that? When I say God will heal our land, we can bring Ghana first. You can say Ghana is not sick. But Africa is sick. And Ghana is in Africa. But we are not sick. So you can think like that. But I think every nation has some kind of disease. Some is moral disease. Some are financial diseases. Some are, tell me, all kind of diseases. So we are going to pray. Not only for the nation. How many know that if God blesses this nation, we are blessed? Ghana is not the land. It is the people. Huh? Is what? It is what? So if there's any healing that must come, the people must be healed. If we are not healed, we will continue to create problems. So pray for every Ghanaian, from the president to his vice to all the cabinet ministers that they first need the healing so they can drop on all of us. Wherever there is weakness in them, we will do it. Wherever there's any weakness in their life, may the Lord heal them. Physical weakness they will be healed. Sometimes it's not easy even taking decision. You are there and with different interest groups, but you must take a decision. And there's a disease of not taking the decision. Sometimes it's not easy. You can sit down, by the time you sit down, hmm, something comes upon you where you have to take decision. And you have to. There was sometimes went to some place and prayed for some, some, big, some big man place. See, anytime they go to a board meeting and they sit down, sleep. And uh, have you gone through that before? There's some type of sleep. When it falls on you, you can be like Mr. Ibu, you see sleep. You can put something down, open their eyes. You see, they will give him coffee. 
How? The coffee becomes like chocolate. I'm fasting the sleep. The moment they finish the meeting, bam! Alert. I remember I went with <laughs> Ifrud. What I'm saying is that. So I was asking, so sometimes you have to leave for your vice or your, your, uh, somebody to always sit in that meeting. So how are you going to lead? The devil! Oh, who on his Somebody said examination. The moment he got to sit behind an exam paper, and I'm surprised. Exam a steak, and you are still sleeping. You're a good sleeper. Some of us, the moment we take the Bible, hey, every book that you take, your eyes will open. But when it comes to the Bible, you open it, per sleeping tablet. Thou shalt give your beloved sound sleep. You start sleeping. They are all diseases. <laughs> the devil trying to rob us from the good things that is in the word of God. I want us to pray. Are you ready? I want us to pray. Break every yoke. Set the heavens open. That whatever you want to do, nothing can stop you. Anything cannot disease. Make you disease. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your area. Pray for your church. Pray for your nation. Pray for your village. Pray that all kind of diseases that keeps them some some of us is a disease of laziness. Some people is a certain disease that have attacked us so we cannot even disease or pull me down. What we hate is somebody to rise up among us. We will pull the person down by all means. Break that. The pull me down syndrome in Ghana. The Ghanaian companies will stand. One, after any government, the company will continue to stand. Not companies falling with government. It's a disease. It's a disease. Well, people work with those companies. People are fed through those companies. People have livelihood through those companies. So if they collapse, it means that people will be in trouble. Pray that heaven will be open 24 hours all the time. One month throughout the year upon the head of your life. Pray the heavens must be open. 
the heavens must be open. The heavens must be open. Doors should be open. Use the prayer, the key of prayer. Be hungry for that. Be hungry for divine health, physical health, spiritual health, divine health from above, emotional health. Pray. Some are emotionally imbalanced. Some have a disease. When they are there, they take a decision. And they don't want to take the decision, but they are taking it. Pray for those type of diseases that touches our life. Pray that God will reign his word upon our life. Pray it doesn't matter when the heavens open. God's his word will come. It could come through the voice, small, small voice. It could come through vision. It could come through angelic visitation. It could come through a trip to heaven. And it could come through the quickening of the scriptures. We need a revival in our heart. Why? The lay sitting by the house where there is abundance. Why the lame sitting in the house of, in front of the house of the Lord, but is still a lame person? It ought not to be. Peter said, after the introduction of the Holy Spirit, you cannot remain in that position. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. That kind of pulled me down syndrome is going to come. As heaven is open, God is going to bless. Judgment is going to come down. Anyone that tries to impede the things of God, God will impede that person. God is going to shake himself. He's going to shake himself. He's going to shake himself. Heaven will be open. Heaven is open. Favor is coming. Grace is coming. Doors are being opened. Pray. Pray. Something great is going to happen. There's going to be supernatural visitation. Supernatural visitation. The ordinary becomes super great. God is going to take the weak, make them very strong. God is going to visit the earth once again. He will visit this earth. 
and every eye and everyone will know he has visited it. When COVID-19 visited the earth, everybody saw it. The same way it shall be. When God visits this earth, everyone must see and know that God has visited us. Not only viruses that should be seen and known by the world. Kings, slaves, anyone in every corner will know that Jesus is Lord. It is possible for the Spirit of God to spread through the entire world. If a virus can do that, the Holy Ghost should be able to do that. And it should create holy fear, not unholy fear. It should create a new order of life. As this thing has created a new way of life. The time is coming. The Lord is about to visit the earth. He will surely visit us. He will take away our cry. He will take away our weaknesses. He will take the weak and make him strong. I see the heavens open and the Lord sitting on his throne and he said I'll visit the earth in a greater way and my fear shall fall upon men. He that is not standing well let him stand well for the Lord himself will appear. His church cannot die and will not die. Nothing can kill his church. And I saw his church as if a wild wind going round. And I saw the power of God being manifested among men. And fear fell upon leaders. Fear fell upon all. And everyone proclaimed like how they proclaim in the days of Elijah that the God of that Elijah, he is God. The tongue will begin to declare the same way, the same way he will appear and he will shake systems, systems that look like unshakable will be shaken. And anyone who put his trust in himself, God will show him that that trust has no foundation. For the Lord will arise. And by day, within a twinkle of an eye, you will see the great becoming the little. And you see the little becoming great. 
it shall be the doing of the Lord. For yea, let my people not be afraid. Yea, don't think that this is your end. Yea, don't think that the world have overcome you. Indeed, I have got my remnant. And I will use that remnant to shake, to shake the entire world. And with great power, the Lord shall show himself. It will be without argument. It will not be debated. Because every eye shall see it. Every ear shall hear it. And every tongue will then confess that that Lord is God. It will be said the God of the Christians are fighting for them. It will be said the God of the believers are fighting for them. Everywhere you go, it will go ahead. The angel of the Lord will go ahead of you. You will carry the present and the ark of the Lord in front of you. And the enemy shall be defeated. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yes, I the Lord thy God, he that cried in his heart, call it me, I will answer. If I answer, you will then see the result. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. Only fear not. Be strong, for I am with you, says the Lord. closing but this nation is in your hand if you will pray and you cry to God he will avert it for I hear a nation wailing wailing In black. But the key is in your mouth. You can avert it. You can stop it. You can open the heavens. But hell has opened its mouth to bring sorrow upon you. Also, Pray that your bodies will be guided. For the enemy want to penetrate. That this is a nation we've not been able to penetrate. Pray that I'll send forth my fire to wear off and to dry off and to stop every enemy approaching your faith. If you don't pray, it will take you by surprise. But I have given you the key to either overcome or let the enemy overcome you. Hold us and let us continue to pray. Amen. We have come with all